Welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Welcome everyone back to Sparking Wholeness, and I am very excited today to talk to Melissa McGoy. She is a friend of mine. She's a holistic health coach. She is also a sports nutritionist and fitness uh, trainer, (laughs) and she knows a lot of things about food, how the body works, mindset. I mean, you name it, Melissa knows about it. And so today we are going to talk and just have a conversation about being healthy for the holidays and what that even means and what are some things that we can do to be healthy for the holidays because you know there are probably a thousand blog posts about this a thousand articles a thousand instagram fitness people talking about this but um we're your friends and (laughs) we want to share with you um just in in a friend way like what what we would do that's realistic that's not going to be too difficult so thank you melissa for being here today i'm excited about our, our talk Yes, I feel like we always feed off of one another. So it's good to just sit down and have a conversation and share some of our tips with other people. Exactly. And I want it I want it to be that way. This isn't like a typical like I'm interviewing or or anything like we we just want to share. I know Melissa has this heart too. She just wants as as well as I want people to be their own health advocates and feel good during the holidays and um, be able to enjoy the holidays as much as possible without added stress. So, um, yeah, so let's get started. Melissa, well, first off, let me ask you, what are you most looking forward to about the holidays? I love the holidays. Um, and this has just evolved over probably the last five years. I've always loved the holidays, but I haven't loved the stress that comes along with them. (laughs) And so I've really like put my foot down and made some rules, if you will, in our household, Um, just about having our own special family time. Yes, we see other family, but we have our own traditions and I love that. Um, so I love just slowing down from all the busyness of life during the holidays, even though there's so many, you know, parties and things that go on. I just love to be able one to say no and put my foot down and say, this is our quality family time and this is what we're doing. So just kind of rest and recharge and, um, you know, do our traditional things that we do and just have some fun. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day about just that because I think we do, we get really busy and there are parties and there are the, you know, things at school and blah, blah, blah. But one mom I was talking to, she said, um, the month of December, they just really shut it down. They focus on, you know, Christmas decorations and baking treats and fun family time. And I think that that's really good because things get lost in our (laughs) hectic schedules planning for this event, or we have to do that, or we have to do this for those people when really it should be family first. And I think that that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. I'm going to remind myself of that as well. Yes, It is. It's so hard to get caught up in all the things that are going on and, then we just get run down and we're like, we miss the whole spirit of the season because mm-hmm. it's like we were rushing from this thing to this thing to this thing. And it's like, wait, the holidays are over. What happened? Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was me last December. I had a really rough December. I wasn't taking care of myself physically because I just kind of, you know, and I tend towards seasonal depression anyway. Like I just kind of go down during the winter times, whether it's vitamin D or, you know, some people say it could be sugar or whatever it is. Um, I just had a rough December and I think a lot of it had to do with I was doing too much and I wasn't saying no. And I was right. committing to all sorts of Christmas parties when really I don't have to go to every Christmas party there is. Um, right. And that's, that's a hard thing for me to say to myself, but um, yeah, so I'm going to do better this, this, this year. I, that's my plan. I'm going to do better. I'm already doing better because I'm, I'm planning for it. Right. So yeah. I think it's fun too to make realizations for ourselves and help to help set us up for going into the season. So knowing that there are going to be, you know, this party and that party and this party and that party, and it's okay to say no. And people would probably prefer you say no, than go and just show up just to be a face when you're not really present. That's yeah. my perspective on yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. And we should be focusing on being present as much as possible this time of year. Right. So that's right. so good. Um, yeah. Okay. So health wise, let's talk, um, health things to do because there's a lot out there. So what are some simple tips that we can share with people based on, you know, what we've learned personally, professionally, um, where's a, where's a good way to start you think with, with health? Well, I think, um, one of the main things that's, this is just me and it's the way that I've always been. And my husband has tried to change that. Now he's happily accepted that I exercise daily. I move my body daily, whatever that means. And it means something different for everyone. So that can mean getting up and stretching. It can mean going for a walk, going to the gym, whatever you like. I just really encourage clients, especially during the holidays to exercise early. So if you can get up in the morning and knock it out, then you're less likely to let something else get in the way of it later on because the days get busy. You have to go buy one more Christmas item yeah. Um, you have to go shopping for Thanksgiving. So you put, we put ourselves last yeah. so you can wake up and put yourself first and move your body, get your blood flowing, get your heart rate up early in the morning. That's going to set you up mentally better, uh, for one, because it, um, will help with your brain health. And then also will boost your metabolism, metabolism starting early during the day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing, just even the immune boosting properties of that and the mental health benefits of that, like I said, I go low during the holidays and usually in the past I've had a pretty steady running routine. Running just does something for my brain. I don't know what it is. And you know, and it was about a year or so ago that I kind of stopped running. I started doing other things, but I've recently added it back because it does make a difference in how I feel. And again, like you said, like that's going to look different for somebody else. But for me, when the weather gets nice outside and nice in Texas, you know, it was like 70 degrees Right. <laughs> when it's nice and not 95 degrees on Thanksgiving, because that has happened before. Um, I enjoy taking, doing a run. I enjoy like pushing myself to, I'm going to do this many miles a week or for me again, like that's just something I love. Um, right. and it makes me feel better. Like I, every Thanksgiving day, I do my own personal Turkey trot, not love because it. I'm thinking I'm going to do this so I can earn all these calories I'm going to eat later, but no, I feel better. I feel more, like you said, present because I get a little bit of time for myself first. And right. then I dive into all the craziness. And also it's a good time to reflect on you know, we, we want to be gratitude. We want to be thankful and have gratitude this time of year. And right. that's my way of, I, I kind of reflect on the year and what's been good, what's been hard. Um, 
And it's, it's just a way to get me away from distractions and kind of focusing on how I feel and the thoughts. I don't know. They're, like you, I'm a big fan of exercise, yeah. but that's looked different throughout the years. And I'm back in the running game right now and I feel so good. So um, I don't yeah. think I told you that yet, but yeah, I'm that's awesome. I'm off of all the other things right now, just because running is, is my first love. So and it's easy to put your shoes on and go out the door. So easy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I say that. That was always the first battle for me, you know, like, yes. Oh, I got to get my running shoes on. But no, once you do it, it's like, it's done. You got to go. Yes. And I will say, I do love a good Turkey trot. I've been mm-hmm. love Turkey doing the Dallas Turkey trot for years. Yeah. Um, and this year it's my birthday on Thanksgiving. So Is I'm excited really? about oh, that. Hey, happy early yes. birthday. Yay. Hey, are, are you year, do turkey trot? What's that? Are y'all doing the Turkey trot this year? Probably last year in, in our neighborhood, a bunch of women organized a neighborhood turkey trot, which oh, was really that's fun. fun. We went like with the whole family. So some kids came on scooters and bikes and we went from like one, we started at one house, went to the next, had like a snack and then went to the next house and had a snack. So it was really fun. That's super um, fun. We don't have our exact plans, but yeah, yeah, definitely no, my body. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't have to be anything huge, earth shattering, but the morning sun too is beneficial. I keep reading about morning sun and how that's even helpful yeah. for our sleep. Yeah. Um, and this is the time to be out. And uh, again, if you don't live in the North, I don't know, it's probably really cold <laughs> by yeah. now up there. Who knows? I've never lived in the North. So, um, <laughs> Southern girl here, but, yeah. um, yeah. So let's talk about another thing that's important during this time is hydration. Why do we forget the importance of hydration? <laughs> I think we get busy and we're rushing around and I do this a lot, especially if for whatever reason, if I'm in the car, I usually always have a water bottle, but if I don't, then especially when I'm out shopping, like going from place to place and then I get home and I'm like, I'm starving but really I haven't had water in yeah. however many hours and I'm really just thirsty and dehydrated. Yeah. Um, so it's super important to stay hydrated. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I often have mis- mistaken, yeah, mistaken my, my, my hunger for thirst or my yeah. Thirst hunger either. Yeah. I, I will eat when I'm actually really thirsty. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. so that's, that's a good point and it gets drier outside. And so yeah. we need that. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, we do get busy. I get busy. Why do I, the other thing too is what about alcohol, right? Like, yes. do you drink more during the holidays? Because I do. Absolutely. <laughs> we're normal, we're human, we're health coaches, but we still drink alcohol. Yeah, I know. And it's like every party there's like, oh, it's free wine or whatever, yeah. you know? And so I think I forget. One of the things I always try to tell myself is for every glass of alcohol I have, and I'm, I'm not a lush. I don't like drink a whole bottle, but I do try to remember to match up every glass of alcohol to a glass of water. And that makes a huge difference too, because I am not getting any younger. And I also just can't tolerate alcohol the way I used to. So yeah, so that's, that's also important. Um, And I think we drink more and then we don't think about that or even not even alcohol, but there's things like, you know, ciders and hot chocolate. And we're like, I'm drinking drinking coffee, does that count as water? No, it doesn't count as water. So um, it's just that reminder that even though it's not hot outside, we still need that hydration for sure. I think too, especially during as the seasons are changing and illness comes about for our kiddos Mm -hmm. and for just everyone around us, germs abundant everywhere. Um, 
Water is so important for filtering out toxins from our body. Mm. If we're not drinking water, then we're not urinating. And whenever we urinate, then we eliminate toxins from our body. So it's super important. And I get clients all the time that say, well, I don't like water. And a little (laughs) tough love is just get over it. Like if you don't like it, you got to learn to love it because Mm. our bodies need it. Uh, And I do this trick with myself sometimes that every time I open my water bottle, I try to drink for eight seconds. Oh, Um, that's good. It comes in my head and I think about it for a while and then I forget about it. But just having little like triggers in your head that every time you open your bottle, drink for eight seconds or something just to make sure you're staying hydrated. Um, And again, we can give our ounces, but I always tell clients, uh, make sure you're drinking at least half of your weight and ounces of water each day. So if you weigh a hundred pounds, that's 50 ounces of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should aim for that every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And even kids, our kids need to drink water oh, too. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny how I talk to people who, oh, my kids don't like water. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, you can probably help with that. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and just, again, sure. it just becomes a habit and you don't, you know, there are, there are ways to, you can put fruit in it or lemon or lime or, you know, things like that. Um, but not those little, I used to do those, remember Mio? I don't know if it's probably still a thing. Are they the drops? Yeah. It's like the drops, but it's like artificial sweetener, all that kind of stuff. Again, not water. (laughs) Those are chemicals added to your water. (laughs) Sure. Same with, I used to be addicted to the crystal light packets. Oh my gosh. Me too. And I haven't looked at the ingredients in a long time, so they could have cleaned them up, but it used to be full of crap. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm drinking my water with chemicals and probably food dyes. Yeah. And migraine triggers. Like I had, I had migraines for years and never connected it to, Oh, it's possibly aspartame or sucralose, or I can't have either of those things now without getting a massive migraine. So yeah, just, just water, water is so important. Um, and while we're talking about toxins, I think that's a really good segue because people freak out about, um, I know me too. I was probably harsher on myself in years past. I'm, I'm learning to give myself grace, but um, what do we do when there's so much food around us? And we know that that food is not going to be, as you always use the phrase health promoting in our body. So right. what are some things that we can do when we're at a holiday party or when we're just with our family or yeah, yeah what do we do? So I think smart swaps is a good thing. Um, I mentioned this to you earlier. I heard this from, I don't remember. I heard it from someone else, but this is a good thing to think about going into holiday parties. If you make up your mind before you go, you're more likely to stick to it. But you know, at a holiday party, there's going to be tons of sweets and treats and you know, there's probably going to be alcohol. So I'm going to start encouraging clients to choose one or the other. If you're going to drink alcohol, that's sugar. So why don't you avoid the dessert line? Or if you're going to have dessert, that's sugar. So why don't you avoid the sugar and alcohol? So kind of swap there with the mindset going into it. Um, And then you're slashing a ton of just empty calories from your diet if you Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And even from like an immune system perspective, like one thing that I always think is interesting is how our immune system becomes suppressed after I think our blood sugar hits. Oh, I can't remember what the exact number is, but it's basically like you eat a cookie, you suppress your immune system for four to six. Well, so if this is how I think of it, this is just the way my mind works. If I'm going to have 
something sweet, like a piece of candy or a cookie or alcohol, whatever it is, I would yeah. rather do it at night when I know I'm about to go home. Yes. <laughs> Germ-free environment. than right. a middle of the afternoon when right. I'm going to be ex more exposed to right. viruses floating out there for six hours until my body recalibrates. I don't know if that's even scientific. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know the immune system stuff is true, but my theory. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was actually just thinking the same thing. And now that you're yeah. saying that, I'm like, so think about our kids too at hol right. holiday. Time. They're Gosh. taking in all the sugar and they're around other mm -hmm. snotty kids. <laughs> yeah. And we're yeah. like, and I try not to be the mom that's like, no, you can't have that. Mm -hmm. But I think, sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but I think just educating our kids about sugar too and how it can yeah affect your body and your mood and all those things. Mm -hmm. That's very important too. Yeah. And remembering yeah. that sugar can feed illness. So totally, as you said, it suppresses your immune system. And then say you already have a virus, you know, you've already been exposed to a virus. Well, you're feeding it. If when you eat sugar, you're basically feeding it. So it's becoming bigger and bigger. I have a cute um, story of Mr. Virus that I like to tell the kids at school. So um, <laughs> that's uh, what, what story is it? It's, it, I named it Mr. Virus. Mr. Uh, Virus. Oh. Kind of long, but the kids, it really resonates with the kids and they, they're like, like oh, so I need to not have the sugar because then I'm sick and then I'm going to get sicker and yeah. yeah. And then I have the fun. So anyways. Yeah. And it affects, you know, again, going back to mood health, because that is such an issue for so many people. It also affects that like so many, so much anxiety. I think a lot of times is really just our blood sugar gone crazy and we haven't learned to manage it through food or supplements or right. whatever. And same thing for depression. I mean, there, you can look up in PubMed psychology today, wherever, and read right. all about what that does for our mental health too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think just keeping in mind again, for me, like I, I, there are certain things I'm always going to want to have like Thanksgiving. I love pumpkin pie because yes. what other time of the year am I going to have pumpkin pie? Right. You know? So I'm going to enjoy my pumpkin pie and I'm going to love it. But yep. just keeping in mind that if I'm, you know, eating like this 24 seven throughout the season, it's going to open me up to a little bit more of an issue with mental health and my immune system. Cause again, those right. things are connected. So, yeah. yeah, that's so true. And I think, um, a couple like good swaps, like we mentioned before, you know, if you're going to a party and there are pita chips with dips or regular chips with dips, maybe opt for having, veggies with the dips mm -hmm. and stay mm -hmm. more away from like the heavy cream based dips and stick more with the veggie based dips. Um, another thing that I always like to do, you know, if it's a party that I'm going to where I know people and we bring stuff, um, I always try to take a healthy option for everyone to share. Yeah. Um, and then you said you love pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie too, but I have a, I have just a list of healthy holiday treats that I make. Um, that are kind of swap outs. So I always try to make those for the holidays. Yeah. I found a few years ago, I found a pumpkin custard recipe that's um, yeah. made with like coconut milk and canned pumpkin and honey and cinnamon. Yeah. And it totally, I mean, for me, I could, I could eat it all day long and it's, it doesn't have, you know, a lot of the stuff that pumpkin right. has. And that's been, that's been a fun treat. Um, the last few years that I really enjoy, but yeah. I like the idea about the vegetables. Um, if they are available, 
Just have right. them, not because you're dieting, not because, but vegetables are good prebiotic back, uh, fiber we need to feed right. our good gut bacteria. And they provide polyphenols. Like there are so many things, like at least balance it out, you know, like right. just find some balance, have a carrot here and there, have yeah. a piece of <laughs> celery here and there. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be, oh, I, I can't have that, but um, just find some balance and find some ways to add in, you know, like we always talk about, what is it, the crowding in concept? Crowd out the bad, crowd um, in the good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I found too, when I have the things that I really want, um, I'm less likely to overdo it on, right. on things. You know, it's like if I give myself, you know, a little bit of pumpkin pie, or if I give myself whatever it is that I, I can't really think, I don't, there aren't a lot of holiday treats that I'm super crazy about the fudge. Yeah. My grandma's fudge recipe and it's really good. Um, so yeah, so something like that, if I have it instead of going, Oh, I can't have it. I can't have it. And then I eat 5,000 other things when it's like, why didn't I just have the dang fudge? You know? Yeah, I know. So, so true. I love, um, dressing or Turkey and dressing, not the Turkey. So oh much, yeah. Uh-huh. Or whatever you call it. So I started years ago making this quinoa stuffing. That's really good. Ooh. Um, which it's so good. I love it. But, and I, I always, make, yeah, I'll share it. It's yummy, yummy, but I always make way too much and then I freeze it and then I have to throw it away because we never eat it uh. <laughs> again off on a tangent. But there's so many healthy swaps yeah. that you Google and, and mm -hmm. find so many other healthy options. Well, yeah. Even last year I found a really good salad recipe, a spinach salad with, um, pecans and apples. And it was very like with homemade apple cider vinegar dressing. It was so oh, yeah. good. I brought it to my husband's um, family Thanksgiving. And typically they're, they're very traditional. They have like their same things that they've had for years, which I love. And it's really good. But I'm like, I just need a green vegetable. Like just, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like just, yeah. and having that was so good. I think me and my husband and my kids were the only ones that ate it, but <laughs> yeah. I was happy that at least, you know, I had something right. like that because I, I do notice a difference and I do feel better when I'm having my greens. So right. yeah, so there are all sorts of, I mean, it might shake things up in your family a little bit, but, um, yeah. Hey, not? we have to expose them. My family calls me the CVO, the chief vegetable officer. Yeah. <laughs> I like so that. It's good to expose our family to vegetables, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're a great way. I mean, this time of year with sweet potatoes and all the different squashes we have, like yes. there's so many good ways to cook vegetables over the holidays for sure. And you're still getting all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Um, what's another thing that we haven't talked about that's a good, um, oh, eating slowly. Yeah. That's pretty important. Let's talk about that. Sorry, my dog wants to be on camera. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> Um, yes. Eating slowly. I think I've told you this before, but I am not good at this. Um, and it's something that I've been practicing on and sometimes I do really good and sometimes I don't, but I think during the holidays, especially during big holiday meals, if we can sit down and enjoy the company that's around us and really like savor our food, mm -hmm. we're less likely to go back and get seconds or, mm -hmm. you know, fill our plate too full because you're more engaged in the people that you're with and the conversation and really enjoying the food. Um, so it's, I think that's really beneficial to, to help from overindulging. Yeah. And it also, you know, there's such a biological, um, physical, 
digestive response to that too, you know, because when we're stressed out and you know, sometimes being with family is stressful and there might be a little bit of fight or flight going on at the dinner table, but um, (laughs) for the most part, like if we can relax, we're going to digest our food better. You know, if we're rushing, if we're inhaling because we're stressed, like our body doesn't have time to prepare to store that, to digest it, to break it down for, or anything. Um, Even just pausing before, which I'm, I have a hard time with this too. It activates enzymes in our saliva that we need to start breaking this food down. And as we age, we lose enzymes all the time. And that's why you got people suffering from acid reflux, especially after a heavy meal like this. So if we could just calm down and our food, chew more, take more, um, like what is it? Is it like 10 to 20 chews? Like, yeah, it's like, chew, chew, swallow kind of thing. Like right. we need to chew more. Like that makes a big difference too in how our, our stomach breaks it down. Right. So, yeah, that's... So now, my husband always asks me because my daughter a lot of times will finish her dinner quickly. She's either really quick or really sl- slow. But on the days that she's quick, she's like, can I have seconds? Like before she's oh. even her first plate. And we're always like, just hold on. Make sure your tummy is actually not full. Yeah. And my husband's always like, how many seconds or how many minutes are you supposed to wait before you get up, before your stomach registers from your brain that you're, that you're actually full? And I don't know that number. I should look it up. I didn't know. Uh, that's it. Yeah. No, I don't know. But I know that it's probably a lot longer than we think it is right? in yeah. our fast food culture. Yeah. So it is important to pause and just listen to your body, tune in and say, do I really mm-hmm. want seconds or am I satisfied with this? Yeah. And if and you a lot really of times do, if we, what's that? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, and if you really do have a bite and see how that, right. how that works, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But what were you saying? A lot of times our bodies, what? Um, over you. a lot of times we actually are satisfied and then we feel better later on if we don't go back for more, you know, like we yeah. don't feel heavy and we don't feel we sleep better and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that Thanksgiving nap is, is real though, you know, but why yeah. is it always the men? How come the men are the ones I that usually know. get to take the post meal nap? That I like to, um, just, I've kind of thought about in my head and I share with other people is after a big meal, like getting up and moving around and helping clean up instead of just going and plopping down on the couch. Mm. Uh, if we're up and moving, we're going to be burning calories. Right. Mm. Mm. So, yeah not sitting and letting all our food sit in our gut, like moving around and helping it to digest and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it so does help it to digest. Yeah. yeah. Helping clean up the dishes or go out for a little walk or something like that. Yeah. Um, I love that's that. That's good. That's a really good idea. Um, that's awesome. Well, one thing that we haven't talked about um, that I think is super important that I know that you talk about a lot as well is, what is self-care during the season like? And how can we focus on self-care during the time of the year when we are, especially, especially as women and wives and moms, like we're doing everything for everybody? What, what right. can we do for ourselves? I think it's important, super important to prioritize self-care, even if you have to put it on your calendar and you have to wake up, you know, 20 or 30 minutes earlier before everyone else so that you can have your alone time for self-care, whatever that may mean for you. So whether it's exercise, Mm -hmm. whether it's journaling or prayer time, um, yoga, meditation, whatever it is for you, I just think it's so for mental health, especially. And I know you're a huge advocate for that. 
um, whenever we wake up and we immediately are off and running, it's like we're always in fight or flight syndrome. Um, our body is always thinking that it's basically running from a bear <laughs> whenever we just yeah. get up, ground running and go. So I think it's important to, to start your day just slowly mm. um, or with some type of self-care again, whatever that is to you, just to set your body up for a good, you know, steady flow throughout your day. Yeah, there's, um, it's interesting. I was just listening to somebody talk about that. There's this new book. I don't have it. I think it's called the stress solution, something uh -huh. like that. It's this Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. I think it's his name. He's out of England. Anyway, he talks about a morning routine and that same thing, like starting out, not in stress mode, but right. like going, okay, I'm going to do a few sun salutations. I'm going to sit right. in silence for a few minutes before even my kids are up or before I have yeah. to do anything. But so many of us we're we're snooze button people, you know, yeah. and it's like, or me, I'm just like, I wait for somebody to wake me up and I'm like, well, guess it's time to wake up, you know, yeah. and just trying to think about ways to get started slowly, take your time, do some movement, read something journal. I think that's really good. Um, I got in the habit and I'm out of the habit right now. I was doing morning, um, gratitude journaling for a little yeah. while where it's like, I'm going to write five to 10 things I'm grateful for. And it was going really well. And then, you know, fell off the wagon, but yeah. I think that's a really good thing to do as well. And the other thing that I don't do that I really need to do. Um, in fact, I probably should do sooner rather than later is ask my husband to watch the kids for a little bit so I can just get out by myself, whether it's, and not do anything for them, right? Like not like just for Christmas shopping, not yeah. for, <laughs> you know, right. getting away to do a podcast or whatever. Like most of my time that I get away and I, cause I get away quite a bit, like right now, um, it's for like what I would consider work related things. I mean, it's fun too, but right. even doing stuff for my kids, that's work related, you know, right. like just something that's brainless where I'm just, I like browsing bookstores. I'm weird like that. Like I love the smell of books. That would be so nourishing for me right. if I could do that, especially this time of year, get yeah. a warm drink in my hands, look around at different books, probably going to be like recipes and cookbooks. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, but that's something, but I have to ask for it. You know, yeah. like I have to ask, Otherwise, nobody's going to say, hey, Aaron, do you think, like, my kids aren't going to go, hey, mom, you really need a break right now. Why don't you go get yeah. some alone time? Nobody's going to do that. I've got to advocate for myself, you know? So um, that's something that, as we we're speaking, I'm having an aha moment. Like, this is a yeah. counseling session, and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I put a sticky note on my husband's um, bathroom mirror that says, you are your first priority. Hmm. Um, because women and men, you know, oh, we're for sure. we get up ground running, we're taking care of our family, we're doing our work things. But if we make ourselves our pr first priority, then we are going to be able to take care of those that we love so mm -hmm. much better, and our clients and everything. So it takes an adjustment, especially if you're not used to it. But I, every day, except for on Fridays, I sleep in, but every other day, I get up before anyone else or now my husband wakes up super early, but I get up before my daughter. I make myself a priority. So I exercise early yeah. done and I'm set up for just, I'm in such a better mood throughout the day. Whenever somebody else wakes me up and I'm like startled and mm -hmm. it's like fight or flight syndrome. That's, that's the way my day starts. And then I'm like out of sorts all day. So yep. it does take some adjustment and, um, it takes a while because you wake up and you're like, oh, I just want to go back to sleep. Yep. But if you do it for 
two weeks, you'll get into a routine and, and it'll be super beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. I know. I think my husband is probably a little bit better about asking for that time away than I am, but even him, he's had a really busy season with work and I can just, yeah. he needs a break, you know, like he needs yeah. some time to do nothing. Um, so yeah, it's hard. Another thing on that note, as you are just saying that, you know, that your husband's busy at work, you know, that you have a lot going on. We're going into the holidays. So that's a good time to say, okay, we know that this Saturday, for instance, this is us this Saturday. We know we have three things going on this Saturday. It's okay to say no mm-hmm. um, because we need to invest in our family and our, mm-hmm. our group at home rather than investing in everyone else. Not that we don't want to do those things, but we just need downtime to recharge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a a lesson we learned the hard way. Usually our falls, we devote our Saturdays to just family time, but this fall has been crazy. We've had stuff going on and it's definitely been to the detriment of our family. You know, like it's, I see the kids suffer. Like even the little boys who can't say like, oh, I wish, wish we had more family time. Like our daughter has verbally expressed that she misses it. Um, And our sons, it just shows up in behavior issues. So yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And um, I know right now we are past the craziness and that's definitely um, being made more of a priority. Um, Yeah. yeah, Saying no, like that's one huge takeaway saying no to things you don't want to do. Yeah. It's okay to, or things that are not your first pri- in your first priority circle, um, right. saying yes to self care, saying yes right. to things like exercise, saying yes to water, um, yeah. and then like having giving grace to yourself, having some wiggle room on the indulgent things of the season. I think that right. that's really important too. I think we've covered some really yeah. important. Is there anything that we've missed as we've been talking about this? You know, I'm sure that there are things, but I think just going into the holidays with a good mindset and, oh yes, one thing. That ooh, I want. Ooh, what do we miss? Okay. <laughs> Remembering to breathe. It's yeah. just such a good one. Like we go through our days, especially if you're mm-hmm. out busy shopping and we take such shallow breaths. And Always. Yeah. So worked up about um, mm-hmm. the silliest things when if we really just stop and breathe, like take some deep belly breaths, you're mm-hmm. you will immediately calm down. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, it'll change your mindset immediately if you do that. And that's something I've been working with my daughter on is she's, mm-hmm. she's getting older and she's starting to experience some changes and, uh, and yeah. growing up. And I'm like trying to help her manage stress through breath. And I think as adults, we need that too. Um, because it's the simplest way to de-stress and it's, mm-hmm always at your disposal. You know, you can do it in the car anywhere. So just, that's one thing that, that just popped in my mind. No, that's so good. Even you saying that I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I can just feel, you know, and, and the importance of breathing in through your nose. We're not talking about mouth breathing, (laughs) you know, it's just those deep nostril breaths, you know, that that are so important. Um, and I actually had a few episodes ago, I had, um, a guy, Dr. James Gordon, talking about that and talking about yeah. the importance it takes us out of fight or flight into rest and digest and right. we're better able to connect with people, to be present, to show gratitude. Um, and that all comes from breathing, from learning to yeah. breathe. I think that's so important. Sure. And it, But I will say it's hard to breathe through your nose when your nose is stopped up 
because yeah. you stressed yourself out and overdone it on the Halloween candy and now you're yeah. sick. So <laughs> just saying, <laughs> there's yeah, also that. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, well, I think those are all awesome, awesome tips and just having a positive mindset going into the holidays and breathing will help you if you're in a stressful situation with family and all that yeah. kind of thing. So just soak in the spirit of the holiday season. I love it. Yes. I think it's so much fun and, um, get rest too. Yeah. Oh yeah. We could just do a whole other episode like, on oh, that. I could, I could <laughs> a priority. We forgot that one. Oh my gosh. But, and that's so important. Okay. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just save us a, a whole episode for sleep and why we need yeah. to sleep and that, but that also factors into hunger, right? Like yeah. so many people, they're, um, hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin, they are thrown yeah. off because they are not sleeping at night. So they're eating everything they see during the day that yeah. creates the blood sugar insanity. I mean, it could, it, yeah, it really does all go back to sleep. So yeah. good. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Well, um, thank you for being on. We're going to have to do this again. Um, for sure. definitely maybe a, we need a, a new year. Same yes. episode. <laughs> new yes. year. Same me. Yeah. Yeah. So, Love that. Thank you for being on. That was awesome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me and happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.